0: all right welcome to another episode of the life of becoming you podcast let's get this i am your host jonathan Gelardi, and as a lifestyle coach i can tell you with absolute certainty The biggest mistake that people make in their life is they don't look at their life in a holistic way, right? Your business is succeeding, but your health is deteriorating. Your relationship's going well, but you can't spend time by yourself because you haven't found that self-development inner peace. So by looking at yourself in a holistic way, what you do is you balance your life. And by balancing your life, you create a foundation to elevate your life. So you get the most joy, the most fun. You raise your confidence. You stay in congruence of your mission. Those obstacles aren't obstacles anymore. They're just hurdles that you're jumping over. You deal with the fears and the doubts and the worries and you turn it into confidence and skill and productivity. By looking at your life in a holistic way, you build a deep connections to your life, to your purpose, and to your future. This is the way you transform into your most authentic self unapologetically. Let's get this, my friend. Welcome to Story Sunday. I am so excited and I thought I'd do something a little special. You know, for the first Story Sunday, I am going to say a story, a true story about myself, something that happened to me years ago, which taught me one of the most valuable lessons in taking risk and going forward and not overthinking. Uh, It was quite a funny situation, Uh, maybe not so much during it off and on, but it has a great lesson in how we hold ourselves back so, so much. And I think it'll be really valuable for a lot of people to hear this story. So let's get into this. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, years ago i don't know i I think it was years ago i don't know it was was a while ago i went to my first uh motivational speech my motivational seminar correct and i was an audience member and i it, it was called i think get motivated and it was with les brown les brown was in it also and i was and it was a free ticket you just had to sign up and i was like what legacy les brown for free on stage are you serious okay let's do this i signed up right and i went to newark and I, uh, it was in Newark, you know, very close to New York city. We just take a quick train and a quick bus and I get there and you know, we're, we're watching and I'm taking so many notes and I go through all the speakers. Of course, uh, you know, now I know that they're going to make Les Brown the last one to go. You know, at the time I was like, so excited. I'm like wanting everybody to finish up their stage work, but they were all so good. There was so many magnificent speakers, so many notes and my book was just filling up and I was loving it. So we go on break, Right. So we, we, you know, uh, we go on break, eat some food, and we come back. And they're really smart when we get back. You know, they start off with a DJ and music, right? Everything, like, great music, and everyone's standing and, and clapping and jumping around. And it was a really great way because, you know, at this point, and, you know, with myself and other people, kind of felt like we're, like, we're tired because we just ate, we took a lot of notes, we did a lot of learning, which, which absorbs a lot of energy, Right. So we came back and there's all this music and they're throwing these like beach balls into the audience. And there's a rapper and dancers on stage. And I'm like, oh, all right. All right. Let's do this. (laughs) So I'm getting into it. And all of a sudden they go, who wants to come on stage? Right. And I start freaking out because, of course, I want to go on stage. Right. There's two sides to this. There's a side of me that absolutely wants to go on stage. And there's the other side of me that's like, well, what am I doing on stage? They didn't tell us what we're doing. So am I going to like give a two-minute speech? Is Do they know the kind of people that's in the audience? You know, so my mind is starting to freak out because there's like, I don't know, it was like 500 to 1,000 people in this audience. But I want to do it, right? And I'm nervous. So they're like, you know, jump around and, and put your hands up. So I'm putting my hands up. I'm waving like a crazy person. Even though my heart's like, dude, get on stage. Let's do this. Let's have fun. And then the other part of me is like, you know, I don't want to look foolish. I don't want to go on stage and say something stupid or offend somebody. Like, all these crazy things are coming into my head. Have you ever had those moments where just so many thoughts are coming into your head of what could go wrong, right? It's crazy. So, like, you know, we're picking five people. and, uh, And, you know, I'm jumping around like a crazy person trying to get on stage even though I'm hesitant. And they chose the five people. And I was like, man. And then they're like, we're going to have another five people. We're going to have another five people up here. Let's do this. So here I am again, jumping up and down. Here we go, jumping up and down, right? They picked those five people. And I'm disappointed again. I'm like, come on. And then they get back on the mic and they go for for the last time we 're going to take five more people and bring them on stage. All right. here I go again, jumping up and down like a crazy person, right like tried, like pretty much what i 'm doing is i 'm breaking through my fear at this moment, right? I want to go up there, but i'm i'm deathly afraid now i'm obviously at a different stage in my life now uh, with my training and my own business that I know how to deal with this more. But at the time, I wasn't as experienced with dealing with that inner voice, that inner fear, that worry and that self-doubt and all this stuff that just floods your mind when you really want to do something. But there's things at stake, too, which there really wasn't. It's audience members coming up on stage. So it it can really demonstrate how crazy your mind can be uh, with thinking into really dark holes without knowing, you know, so. Again, the last five people jumping up and down. You know, I want to go. I'm clapping. Like, the person I'm with is, like, pointing at me. You know what I mean? And um, so they picked those five people, or at least I thought, and they closed it off. And I'm, like, partly relieved that I never got to go on stage, but then it all started to hit me. I was, like, why would I be so afraid? Like, these people have a beautiful opportunity right now. And then to the right of me, a security guard comes and he goes, hey, sir, he's like, you want to go on stage? I'm like, yep, let's do this. So I started r- running down the aisle, you know, it's like I'm clapping and stuff. I'm just so excited. Uh, and, but now the fear of God comes back into me, right? Now, see, I sat there a moment before and, and I was thinking, you know, why would I be so worried and stuff like that? This is a great opportunity. And then I got called on stage and I'm like, oh, no, what's going to happen now, you know? And we are wired to think like this, you know, now this may be a high intense situation. Maybe I had more thoughts than on a usual basis, but the underlying principle that our minds go towards the worry and the fear and the doubt is absolutely true with you doing anything. If you're taking big risk in your career, big risk in your life, right? So this story is about to get really good. So we, I go into the front, into the front of stage, there's about 15 of us dancing, Right. And we're just dancing. And I'm like, oh, this is nothing. We're just dancing in front of the stage. No big deal, right? Just having a blast the music. And we're all laughing. We don't even know each other, but we're laughing. We're enjoying each other. We're like joking around, pushing each other, like all this stuff. It's really cool. And a security guard comes up and says, you know, I want you five. I guess he must have saw our energy. He's like, I want you five to start it off. And I'm like, start off what? And he's like, we're going to go on stage. And I want you guys to be the first five people. And I'm like, oh, gosh, okay. I don't even know what we're doing. I don't know what's happening on stage. I'm definitely not a good dancer. So what's happening right now? So it was, uh, it was two girls in front of me, and then myself, another lady behind me, and then a guy as last. And we're lined up in front of the steps. We don't know what we're doing. All of a sudden, the two ladies in front of me start freaking out, like completely having a panic attack because they're going through the same thing that I'm going through, pretty much. You know, maybe slightly different, but the same kind of anxiety. So all of a sudden they turn and they go, you have to go first, you have to go first. And they literally shoved me to the front to the point where I tripped on a step and almost fell down on my face. In fact, my friend that was in the the audience saw that (laughs) and was like laughing. So now... Out of 500 to 1,000 people, I'm the very first one to go on a stage, and I don't know what we're doing yet. So now I'm just freaking out. But you know what I told myself in this moment? Sometimes when you get really deep in negativity or really deep in, in some turmoil in your life, your mind will find the best thing that you could have ever looked for. So I tell myself, I'm going to have fun. I'm just going to do this. And I'm not going to think about it. Right? Now that worked for a part of it. Until this happened, you'll find out. (laughs) So we go on stage, right? I walk on stage. I'm excited. I, you know, give the rapper a handshake. And he lines up all five of us on different parts of the stage. And each of us controlled about, he goes, you know, each of you guys controlled the 200 people or so in front of you. Right? So... We're each controlling it. And he's like, what you're going to do is you're going to come up with a dance move. And then that audience in front of you that you have control over is going to do your dance move. And by this time, I'm like, are you serious? So they go. So they go. All right. So pick a dance move. So I don't know what I did. I did this. I wish you could see me right now. I have to record a video of this. What I did was I did this weird kind of dance where I was like, had both my arms in the air and they would kind of wiggle back and forth while I was kind of moving my hips back. I pretty much looked like, take an octopus, take it out of the water and put it on sand. Okay, that that was me on stage, right? So I'm like, okay, so like go and everyone picks it and all five of us pick this dance move. I just throw this out, right? And I'm sitting there looking up, swiveling my hands everywhere, looking like some, some dry octopus that's trying to breathe. And, <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, man, this is probably, this looks so dumb. I'm, I'm probably being made fun of. And like, this is just terrible. And then one of the best moments of my entire life has ever happened. I look down at the audience. And they are having the time of their life with this move. I'm talking friends are cracking up to the point where they're crying, they're high fiving each other. And I have like 200 people doing this dry octopus dance. And I realized in that moment, everything kind of froze. And it was like the beauty is in the moment. You know, sometimes we judge ourselves so harshly on just wanting to be us, just to be authentic, just to have fun. And we hold ourselves back from some of the best moments in our life. My joy in this moment was at 75%, 80%, maybe shot to 120%. But... I flooded my body with so much stress and worry and fear, all for no reason. We overthink as a human species. We put too much on our plate, we put too much pressure on us on ourselves, to be us, to take risk, to make mistakes, to fail. You know, we must find a way to find that inner peace. To accept what is and accept what is not. To allow ourselves to be fully ourselves and to be us. You know, we just hold ourselves back so much in life. Think about how much negative thoughts that I had that I didn't need. Right? Now this isn't something to be down about. It's something to be aware about. Because when you bring awareness to things, you solve them. So by being aware of when you're in situations and when you're maybe just feel judged, you know, maybe you're out with a bunch of friends and you just don't feel as open this time. You feel like everyone's judging everything you say, or maybe you're at work or school and you're feeling that. Or maybe you want to take a big risk in your your job and you want to speak up and give an idea that you've really been thinking about, but you've been so nervous to be shut down because you believe in it so much and you don't think they're going to. I'm here to tell you the biggest things in your life are going to be from the risk that you take. And if you fail, that doesn't mean you failed. That means you need to celebrate the dismissive of your idea or of your risk. You put yourself out there. You've been bold. You've been courageous. That moment there, I didn't need any of that negativity. And boy, how I felt when I got back to my seat, I was like, yeah, (laughs) like on fire, And it was one of the best experiences of my entire life. And my thing is that we need to catch our negative thoughts. We need to notice the negative thoughts happening to you and replace them with positive emotions. Take the risk in your life. If you find yourself saying, what if? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if this goes wrong? If you find yourself saying, what if? You got to stop right then and there. You have to stop your mind and say, Well, then what if this goes right, right? Catch the fear, catch the doubt, catch the worry and take risk in your life. You have one life to live. And I know that's a very kind of like cliche line nowadays, but the truth is you can implement that idea by saying anytime you're in a bad mood or saying what ifs or having doubts or fears or hesitation, you can actually say, you know, what if this was actually my last day? What if I knew this was my actual last day? Because if I said that to myself in the theater, I would have been like, well, who cares about all that? I'll be the worst dancer in the world. This is my last day. I'm going on stage. I'm going on right now, you know? So try to implement that. Be you. Take risk. And my friend, keep living on inspired. Happy Story Sunday. All right, my friends, I hope you absolutely loved that episode. And before you go, I have a gift to give you. But first, if you did love this episode, please give me a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps grow the community and support the business. I thank you for that. You can also take a snapshot on Instagram, send it out to your friends, and hashtag me at Jonathan Gilardi. I'll throw you up in my story, give you a shout-out, my friend. I appreciate it. And the gift that I have for you is one of the best ways to elevate your life is to elevate your focus. By having more focus, you avoid distractions. You feel more connected, more inspired, and you get a lot more done with your day. And this book that I have on focus really changed the game for me. And I want to give you this book absolutely free. And that is the best part. Just go to www.successcoachjonathan.com forward slash podcast and you'll see a button to grab your free ebook. You can instantly download it absolutely free and start improving instantly. All right, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode of The Life of Becoming You. Take care.